Hello and welcome to Jill Johnson's Money Wisdom. I'm John Stillman alongside Jill Johnson, certified financial planner and the CEO of Johnson Brunetti, the official wealth management partner of the Yukon Huskies. Joel has been published in Forbes, the Wall Street Journal, and the Hartford Business Journal. You see him on TV as the host of Better Money on WFSB Channel 3 on the Saturday and Sunday morning news with Kara Sundland in Hartford and Saturday at 7 a.m. in Boston on WCBV. He's been an analyst for Fox Business and Fox Connecticut. He's the author of six of his own books, including The Money Map and Forced to Retire, Father of Four, and Husband to Wendy. Joel, always a pleasure. How are you? Doing great, John. Excited to be here today. Boy, have we been getting a lot of calls over the last couple of weeks here on the Money Wisdom Radio program. People that are listening to the program want to come in and get a second opinion. Why? Well, there's been a lot of volatility in the markets, lots of ups and downs. I think people, quite frankly, I think they forgot what it was like to ride the roller coaster of an up and down stock market because things have been doing so well for quite a few years. So we're seeing a lot of people come in, visit with us, get that money map. And basically, they want to make sure that they're on the right track. So we have been very busy uh, here in our offices, and we like that. We love meeting new people and, of course, our clients. Um, we love guiding our clients. So I'm excited to do the program today. I'm excited to, again, continue to put the volatile market into perspective. What does the economy hold? What are the elections coming up um, in a couple of years hold? And how are people supposed to deal with their retirement planning, their investment planning, investing that money that's supposed to last for the rest of your life? How do you do that properly in this particular environment? You want to be sure you have an understanding of exactly how you should be behaving when the market is acting this way. And that's what we try to help you understand here on this program. We're going to talk today about financial independence in retirement. What exactly are those things you want to be independent from? Uh, First, Joel, we'll start with our fun fact of the week which was on Good Friday in the year 1930. The BBC reported there is no news, and instead they just played piano music for the entire broadcast. Imagine that happening today. There are no tweets, no news. Here's that, would actually, that would be great. Uh, I could go probably a day without news. Uh, yep. That is funny. So that really happened, huh? Good Friday in 1930. No news. They actually reported no news. Hard Can you imagine to, that today? Hard to I fathom. think people people would be grabbing their smartphones trying trying to find something. Refresh. To, uh, yeah, because it's like a dopamine uh, hit. You have to have yeah, news. It really is. Yeah, um, yeah all the Twitter, the Twitter um, little notifications on your phone and everything. It is. They've done studies now that it's like a dopamine hit every time somebody gets a text or something like that, which you know has long-term ramifications. We'll probably be talking about that five or ten years from now. Yep. Um, you know, people. There will probably be twelve-step programs for people to stop using their phones. And as much as that sounds funny to say it, um, I think that probably will exist in some cases. I'm guilty. I just refresh Twitter out of you know, it's like an impulse. But anyway, uh, we're talking today about financial independence. When people say the word financial independence, like that sounds lofty. That sounds like something we all want, right? Well, when we're talking about retirement, what exactly do we want to be independent of? So let's talk about those things that we're trying to be independent of in retirement. One of those is independence from government assistance. Right. And it comes in a number of different 
shapes and sizes, but most of our clients are either not dependent on the government for any kind of their retirement income, uh, but they don't want to be if they're not retired yet. And and I'm not saying government's bad, but you know, think about it. Do you want to rely on the government for your nursing home care, whether it's the state or the federal government through Medicaid? Do you want them to have to pay for your nursing home? First of all, you have to be completely broke if that's to happen. And secondly, they're going to dictate where you go. So probably not very attractive. Uh, How can you maximize your Social Security benefit, but at the same time not be reliant on it? Social Security is an asset. If you've been promised Social Security, that is a future income stream. There's a value to that. How do you maximize that and make sure you get the most out of it? But we don't want, if Social Security stops, and I'm not saying it will, but if Social Security stops its payments... Are you going to be in trouble in your retirement? I hope not. We want to create some independence through your investment portfolio and good financial planning so that you're not completely reliant on Social Security. And then, of course, Medicare. Almost everybody that's already retired has figured out that Medicare does not pay 100%. Uh, Some of you know that there's deductibles. You have to buy a supplemental insurance policy or you buy a Medicare Advantage plan to cover expenses that Medicare does not cover. And again, I'm not saying Medicare is going away, but we should not assume that it's going to always be there for us or that the deductibles won't go up. So again, most of our clients, when they think of financial independence, one of the categories is independence from government. Certainly something you want to achieve in retirement. How about independence from family? Joel, that doesn't mean you cut your family off and you never talk to them. Well, when we're talking about being financially independent from family, what does that look like? Well, I think it means a few things. It means, number one, do we have to rely on our parents or do we have to rely on our children to take care of us? I, <laughs> I had a meeting a while back with a couple. They didn't really like me saying this, but they had spent way too much money, borrowed way too much money, sending their kids to very, very elite schools. And I said, you know, if you don't catch up on your retirement planning, you're going to end up living with your well-educated kids. And they didn't really like hearing that. But, you know, we don't want to have to rely on our children in our retirement. Most people shudder at the thought of that. Um, So, you know, moving in with your kids, not very attractive. How about relying on your kids for any kind of financial support? So even if you don't move in with your children, do you need money from them because you didn't create a good enough retirement plan? Or you're already retired and something happens. Maybe you took too much risk in your investments, and you end up falling way short on the income scale. So we want to prevent that. We want to prevent having a dependence on any family members. Now, Joel, this next one seems like it would be obvious when we say independence from employment. But until you truly are independent from getting that paycheck, and that's emotionally too. You have to be emotionally independent from getting the paycheck to consider yourself truly retired and independent. Well, yeah, and this one seems obvious, you know, but some people retire from their career and they still need some sort of part-time income. They have to go to work. And we have a lot of clients that want to work. So they'll go work at Home Depot because they were real handy. Or, you know, I have another client that works at a uh, uh, kind of a hobby store where they have all these remote control cars and things like that. But they work because they want to work. And if you want to work, that's one thing. But true independence from employment means you don't have to work. And that is... It, it seems, you know, like I said earlier, really, really obvious, but that is something you want to be set up for. And part of that is getting debt free. Part of that is knowing you have a good retirement income plan, that you've got a good financial plan, because we have a lot of people that come to us thinking they have to work till age 65 or 68. And the reality is once we run a financial plan for them, they can retire a lot earlier than that. And that is true independence from employment. If they choose to work, 
then they're choosing to work. It's a choice, but they don't have to work. So it's really important you get a financial plan and find out exactly when you could retire. Or if you're already retired, make sure that your investments are set up in a way where your money's going to last for the rest of your life. The last thing we want to be independent from, Joel, is the stock market. Now, hear me loud and clear. I'm not saying when you're retired, you have no money in the stock market. That's not what we mean. So when we say independence from the stock market in retirement, what are we talking about? Well, what I'm talking about is if the market, you know, the people that if the market goes down, you have to cut back on your retirement income. Uh, I do not believe that you should be completely reliant on the stock market or even somewhat reliant on the stock market for your retirement future. Uh, Money exposed to stocks has been a tremendous investment over a long period of time. We've got an inflation hedge. Depending on the stocks that you buy, you could be receiving dividends or mutual funds. You could be receiving dividends or interest payments. So that can be very attractive. But my philosophy in running this firm is that we should not be in a position where if the market does not cooperate, we have to cut back on our retirement income. So again, we want to be independent. We do not want to be over-reliant on the stock market for our returns in such a way where we're victims to something we cannot control. And that's why, again, it's so important to have that financial plan to make sure you're not taking too much risk. Again, like you said, John, we don't want to hide from the returns of the market. We don't want to hide from the volatility, but it's got to be in the right perspective. And when somebody is retired, They cannot have all their money in the stock market, again, my opinion, and have the market drop 40 or 50%, which happens and probably will happen again, and then have to cut back on their income by 40 or 50% because they had too much exposure. And there's no need to do that in this day and age. If you've saved enough for retirement, you can probably structure your investments so that when the market's doing well, you take some income off your stocks, off your stock mutual funds. That would be selling high. When the market isn't doing well, you don't sell at a low. You have other places to take your retirement income from. Well, Joel, obviously, as we said, financial independence in retirement is what people are looking for. Explain to us how the Money Map retirement review process makes that possible. Well, the Money Map retirement review is quite simple. People come in, they visit with us, we have a cup of coffee, we have a discussion about their retirement planning, about their future financial planning. I notice some of you that are hearing this right now, it sounds kind of boring, but your retirement's worth it. I mean, this is, we're talking about the next 30 or 40 years, whether you're already retired or you're getting close to retirement, it's important to know that you have a solid financial plan. And even if you already have one, to have somebody take a look at that once in a while and get a second opinion. So that's what the Money Map Retirement Review is all about. When you leave our office, you leave with a few very, very important things that will either give you confidence in what lies ahead or create an action plan, some things for you to address, whether you do that with us or not. So here's what you get when you come in for a Money Map Retirement Review. First of all, you get a one-page financial plan. It's a one-page map, we call it. Very visual, but very, very simple. We put your whole financial life on one page. As a backup to that, we do two additional pieces of work for you. We do a stress test on your portfolio to show you exactly how much risk you're taking. Statistically, how much can your portfolio go down based on what you have in a six-month period? And we get all kinds of statistics from the past. And this is not to scare you out of a situation or to get you to take more risk. It's just to give you a perspective on how you're invested. And then last but not least, that retirement income plan that'll tell you, first of all, are you going to be okay? What are the probabilities of you running out of money before you die? And secondly, what rate of return do you need on your investments, giving some uh, certain scenarios? 
What rate of return do you need on your investments to be okay for the rest of your life? It's good to have this information. There might not be able to be any guarantees when we put these things together. We're not promising you certain results. We're giving you an assessment of exactly where you are now, and we'll have a frank and honest discussion about steps that we think you should take. So it's very valuable. Even if you're working with another advisor, that's okay. Come on in, get a second opinion. You can do that by calling one 800 705 122 Don't leave your retirement to chance. Don't take too much risk. Come on in. Get that second opinion. There's no obligation whatsoever. We don't push people. We want to help you. Call now, 1-800-705-1232. You can come on in, have a nice cup of coffee with us. We'll give you that Money Map Retirement Review. You can call or you can text that number, whichever you prefer. 800-705-1232. That's 800-705-1232. If you're texting, just be sure to include your first and last name, 800-705-1232. You're listening to Joel Johnson's Money Wisdom. Joel is a certified financial planner and the CEO of Johnson Brunetti, the official wealth management partner of the Yukon Huskies. Joel, in a minute, we're going to talk about 401ks and why they may not be the perfect fit for everybody from a retirement contributions standpoint. But first... We'll play a little game of good idea, bad idea. You tell me if this is a good or bad idea. Uh, Taking advantage of your employer's offer to buy company stock at a discounted price. Good idea or bad idea? Well, this is kind of a tough one. Um, Historically speaking, most of the clients that we have that have done that in the past have, have ended up pretty well off because they've done that. I think the key is you don't want to rely on your retirement. Excuse me. You don't want to rely on buying company stock for your retirement. Um, Again, a lot of the folks that we have that have come in that have bought company stock over their careers have done really, really well. In fact, in some cases, it's worked out incredibly well. But at the same time, they did not rely on those purchases of company stock for their financial future. Everything else that they were doing would have provided a very comfortable retirement for them. And that extra purchase into the company stock was was exactly that. It was extra. So uh, buying your company stock at a discount is not a bad idea. Um, just make sure that you're all set in other areas so that if that does not work out, you've got a good, solid retirement foundation. You know, the bluer chip the company, I was going to say the the more blue chip the company, you know, the better bet it is, but that's probably not even the case anymore. I mean, here we've got companies like GE struggling right now um, after being, you know, the most valuable company in the world for a little while there. And then some of the new startup companies or companies that are 10, 15 years old are just doing phenomenally well. So I guess what I would say there is, Not necessarily a good idea or a bad idea. It might be smart to be able to buy stock at a discount from the company you work for, but make sure if that does not work out, you're all set for your retirement, your future financial planning. Well put. So certainly something to consider if you're getting that option at work to buy company stock, especially if it's at a discounted price. Okay, Joel, the 401k. Obviously, for a lot of people, this is going to be their main savings vehicle for retirement. And for a lot of people, it's great because if you know that you're not a disciplined saver yourself, it works really well for that money to come out pre-tax. You never see it. You never have the opportunity to spend it, right? Like that's how a lot of people have accumulated wealth because it's almost been forced on them. But for some people, the 401k is not going to be the best place to put their money. So let's talk about some of those scenarios. For instance, if your employer 
doesn't match your contributions, well, maybe suddenly the 401k isn't so appealing. Well, yeah, and I want to back up a minute and just say with this segment, John, we're, we're talking about 401ks for most people. Just don't get the – don't misconstrue what we're saying here, folks. For most people, they should continue to fund their 401ks as much as they possibly could whether they're getting a match or not. But there are some exceptions. If your employer doesn't match your contributions, you could do better with that money in other places, you would forego the tax deduction that you're getting. For instance, you know you can put tens of thousands of dollars into your 401k if you're over 50 and get a tax deduction as you put the money in there. But at the same time, if you've saved enough already in qualified retirement plans and that's just going to be extra money, maybe you should pay some taxes on it now and put it somewhere else, whether that's in a Roth, an overfunded life insurance contract, whether you gift it to children. So we have to be careful there. Uh, As soon as the employer is not going to match the contributions, it does take some of the value out of those 401k contributions. But please don't misunderstand me. What I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying to stop doing your 401k contributions. Just if your employer doesn't match, let's get together, let's talk about it, and let's find out if there are other places where you could do better from a tax and a future efficiency standpoint by putting that money somewhere else. Certainly save the money, but maybe you want to look at other options. Well, since you mentioned taxes, let's talk about that. If you're worried about future tax increases, then maybe the 401k isn't the best place for your money. It feels nice to get that tax deduction now, but would you be better off to have it saved somewhere else? Well, and a perfect example is we have one politician now running around out there saying that they're advocating a 70% bracket, 70% income tax bracket for a lot of our clients that are in the top bracket. I mean, that's just ridiculous. So why would I put money into a 401k today at a, let's say, 40% tax bracket? So I get a tax deduction on 40% of the contribution, but the money goes in there. But when I take it out, I have to pay 70%. Um, I would have been better off paying taxes on it today and keeping it out of the 401k, putting it somewhere where I don't have to pay ordinary income taxes in the future. So if you think taxes are going to go up in the future, again, if you've saved enough for retirement and this is extra money, maybe we should look at other alternatives where you may be much better off in the future from a tax standpoint. One of the things I always talk about is control and flexibility. Um, For myself, you know, I'm Wendy and I have been very blessed. We're in a pretty darn high tax bracket. And um, the fact is I want some options when I get to retirement. So I put some money into a Roth and I did a big Roth IRA conversion a little while back, not because it was a tax play, but because when I get to the point where I can take money out of those accounts or I need to take money out of those accounts, I want to have an option from a taxable bucket like my 401k to a Roth where I can take that money out tax-free or I can even pass the money on to my kids or grandkids tax-free out of that Roth. So I like the idea of flexibility, but we've got to look at what will tax rates be in the future. If you think tax rates are going up, take a second look at making those pre-tax contributions to your 401k. Another thing that might render your 401k not as ideal as it could be is if you're no longer at the company. If you've left the company, Joel, most likely, more often than not, you don't want to leave your money behind. No, and you have to explore all the alternatives, the costs and the benefits. Sometimes your the fees inside your company 401k might be lower than um, rolling over that money and, and 
investing it elsewhere, whether it's through a financial planner or on your own. Not always, but sometimes the fees are a little higher. But fees are not the only thing to consider here. So after fully exploring all the pros and cons of every option, most people that we deal with choose to roll over that 401k. Um, Even outside of working with a financial advisor, most people roll over their 401k to a IRA. Um, I have a friend of mine that works for one of the big retirement plan companies, and he says most people, when they separate from service, roll over their money. And sometimes they even they have an alternative arm of their company. Uh, it's a 401k company, but they have an alternative arm where most of the people, uh, again, are encouraged to roll over into an IRA because of flexibility and control. And they examine, of course, very carefully the, the cost differential. So if you no longer work at the company, that is a big red flag to maybe I should get this 401k out of my company and put it somewhere else where I have more flexibility, control, where I don't have to choose off the company menu. And, you know, a lot of people these days are are getting forced to retire a little early. Um, These forced layoffs or these early retirement offers. And many times there's a little ill will they have towards the company. And as a knee-jerk reaction, they want to roll their 401k over immediately. You know, put the brakes on that. Get together with a financial advisor. Make sure it's not to your advantage to maybe leave all or some of that money behind in the 401k. And so it's it's a much more detailed uh, question and answer that I can give whether you should keep your 401k behind at the company that you have or roll that over, even if you're separated from the company. But it's important to sit down and have that conversation. I mentioned forced to retire. We're seeing this more and more often. People are getting this early retirement offer. If you or anybody you know are being forced to retire early, maybe you're getting an offer you need to consider, or within the last year or so, uh, we're forced to retire early. You want to get a copy of my book, Forced to Retire. Uh, I wrote this specifically because so many people in our area were getting these early retirement offers, buyouts, and they were afraid if they don't take the buyout, they're going to get laid off anyway. So we saw so many people at the major employers uh, take an early retirement. And I wrote this book because I wanted to lay out in very simple terms the seven crucial areas that are going to affect your financial well-being if you're forced to retire or if you've just retired and it was sooner than planned. So get my book, Forced to Retire. In a minute, I'm going to give you a phone number, but keep in mind, you can also get the book. And if you want to come in for a free consultation, you can do that. Uh, We will add value to you, whether you ever become our client or not. Most of the people that come in, we're able to help, but that doesn't mean we open an account for you or move your money over here to Johnson Brunetti. It might mean we just might have a tax idea or be able to send you on the right track. So get the book Forced to Retire. I'm going to give you the number right now to call. Uh, leave a message. You'll just get a um, an answering service, but leave a message that you want your copy of Forced to Retire. That's 1-800-705-1232. If you want the consultation, make sure you say that when you leave the message. Or you can text 1-800-705-1232. And again, uh, when you text, leave your first and last name, and then either say book or say consultation, and we'll get back to you, and we'll set up a time for us to get together. Again, 1-800-705-1232. Make sure you get your book, Forced to Retire. Call or text, whichever you prefer. Just be sure to include your first and last name. Either way, if you're leaving a voicemail or if you're texting, include your name so we'll know who we're talking to, and we can get back in touch with you to get that book in your hands. 800-705-1232 is the number to call. That's 800-705-1232. And it might seem like, well, you know, I'm not in a position where I could be forced to retire. Uh, My job is solid and 
you know, I'm pretty close to retiring anyway. If I get forced into retirement, no big deal. Or maybe I own my own company. Who's going to force me to retire? Well, a lot of the principles in this book can be applied to other situations. Yes, it's specifically written for people who maybe are facing some not so discreet age discrimination when it comes to trying to find a job in their late 50s or early 60s. For some people, it is very explicitly the early buyout, the early retirement offer. You have to figure out what to do with it. Do you take the pension buyout or do you keep the pension? Do you take the severance or do you try to hang on to the job? But a lot of the principles, a lot of the retirement planning examples in this book can apply to you whether you're being forced into an early retirement or not. So reach out, get a copy of the book. You'll almost certainly find it helpful. 800-705-1232 is the number to call. That's 800-705-1232. No cost or obligation to get your copy of that book. Call or text. If you're calling, leave a message. We'll get back with you that way. If you text, just be sure to include your first and last name. 800-705-1232. For Joel Johnson and everybody, At Johnson Bernetti, I'm John Stillman. We'll talk with you next week right here on Money Wisdom. Same time, same place. Have a great week. Investment advisory services offered through JB Capital LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents in all appropriate jurisdictions.